Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Gomer Girls. My name is Abby. My name is Tori. So <laughs> we're here to tell stories today about We need a we need a better introduction. I know. We never we're never prepared. We need to, you know I can ask how you are doing. I'm doing fine. Today is hot day today. <laughs> It's hot there. Yeah, it's actually uh, 26 oh. degrees today. It's going to be. What? Hold on. I'm going to check my app because I haven't been outside, but I don't think it's that warm right now. No, it's not. But it'll be 26 Actually, I think later. I did check my... It's well, nice. Yesterday was hot. It's going it's to be 23 here. Yeah, maybe it's because you're closer to the water. Okay. <laughs> so... I'll start my story. This is prediction of sinking Titanic. So it's not like Ooh, okay, the that's future a cool per se. It was hard to find stories. Though. I feel like yeah, like I was saying, was, like I feel like I thought I was gonna find certain types of stories, and I I don't know if I just didn't look in the right place, but it was kind of different, like what people were were posting about than what I was than what I think I was expecting. Yeah, because I kept like, oh, scary prediction stories. And then I'm like, oh, nothing. And then I was like, well, sure, maybe I could just do like one of the big, mm-hmm. like the big that happened. Yeah. Well, um, So this is the sites that I got it from is from Interesting Literature, Wikipedia, of course, and Katie Serena. Oh, that's interesting. That's her. That's the website. Okay. Um, this is called The Forgotten Author Who Predicted the Sinking of Titanic. I almost feel like I've heard something about that. Yeah. Um, there, was, there was like a book that was like almost exactly the Titanic. Is. That was published before the Titanic happened. Yep. It's exactly what it is. Okay. Um, his name is Morgan Robertson. September, his, he was born on September 30th. So that was yesterday. Oh, happy birthday. 1861, March, and then he died on March 24th, 1915. He's an American author and the son of the son of a ship captain. He was his father was Andrew Robertson and his mom is Amelia Robertson. So when he started his life, he went on to be a Sikh captain boy. It was a merchant service from 1876 to 1899 during which time he was eventually promoted to first mate. But then he got tired of the sea, and so he went to New York City, and he became a jewelry making, a maker at Copper Union in New York City and worked for 10 years as a diamond setter. Is that like putting down a diamond in the rings or jewelry? Diamond setter, right? I think so. If I were to guess, I think so. So, and his work became, oh, uh, working became, impaired his vision, so he can't see, and he became writing sea stories instead. Uh, published popular magazines, so his, his work became uh, published, and it's in magazines like McClure's and Saturday Evening Post. He never made money in writing. I mean, sometimes it's just hard to pick up these things. Nevertheless, beginning of early 1890s, his main source of income is writing. 
the short novel is called Futility, published in 1898. And then it was revised as The Wreck of the Titans in 1912. Mm-hmm. So the plot of the so the plot of the book is pretty long. And I just copied and pasted it because it's <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So the plot is the first half of the futility introduces the Titan, described as the longest and fastest ship in the world that is also considered unsinkable. And the hero, John Rowland, a disgraced former U.S. Navy officer who was dismissed from the service. Now an alcoholic, he wears a sedec hand on the Titan. One night, while sailing between America and Ireland, the Titan crashes into a smaller ship at full speed in the fog, splitting it in half. Roland, who witnessed the collision while on the lookout, is offered a bribe by the captain on his silence, but refuses and vows to expose the deed once in port. The captain and the officers attempt to discreet Roland's testimony by drugging him. The next night, the ship hits an iceberg and capsizes, and only 13 people survive. Roland saves the young daughter of a former lover by jumping onto the iceberg with her. The pair finds a lifeboat washed up on the iceberg, and Roland also fights and kills an attacking polar bear. They are rescued eventually by a passing ship and brought back to England. Back in England... Roland tells all the events of the voyage, including the destruction of the smaller ships and the attempted cover-up and drugging by the captain and officers who have also survived and the ordeal on the iceberg to an insurance underwriter responsible for insuring boat ships. Roland refuses to testify before court and instead goes to New York with the girl. Once there, the girl is recovered by her mother, and Roland is arrested for her kidnapping. The sympathetic Miss Gr- Miss Miss oh, Magistrate discharge him and reboot. Re- oh, yeah. my English is not very good today. <laughs> rebukes okay. rebukes the mother for being unsympathetic to her daughter's savior. Okay, so so basically he got arrested for kidnapping her. Did he actually kidnap her? Was that just a misunderstanding? He didn't kidnap her. He saved her, but the mother charged her or charged okay. him as yeah. Okay. As kidnapping. And then um, what what did you say? Rebuke? They like, Yeah. Rebuke the he... mother for being unsympath- unsympathetic to her daughter's savior. Okay. Roland then begins living alone in brief final chapter covering several years. Roland and progresses from homeless and largely anonymous fisherman to a desk job and finally two years after passing a civil service exam to a lucrative position under the government. A later edit edition includes a follow-up. Roland receives a letter from the mother who congratulates him and pleads him to visit her and from the girl. It sounds like a love story, but obviously that has nothing to do with the Titanic. I think that's just a part of the the story. I think the, the I think it was just the fact that he wrote about it like hitting an iceberg. Um, yeah. Honestly, like I wonder if the fact like did he predict it or was it just oh, he um, understood well enough? 
Oh, that... I'm not done. <laughs> oh, well, there's okay. still a lot more. And then I'll go more about how it's similar okay. and then how it's Cause, Yeah, because I was just going to say, like, did he actually predict it, the, predict it or did he just understand because he was a sailor? Like... He didn't predict. Technically, he didn't predict it. He just yeah. wrote the same book as what the Titanic, what happened to the Titanic. Yeah, so but is didn't... it because he like had like a vision and was like seeing no. it before it happened, or was it because he just knew how a boat would have reacted to being yeah. hit by an iceberg? Uh, well, technically, he wrote this book fourteen years before. Yeah, before the Titanic happened, so technically, he didn't predict it. He just wrote a novel, really, mm-hmm. and then a lot of people compared the book to the story and then they think they and then every you know how people are they think that oh it's similarity and Mm -hmm. oh he must have predicted it and he got like chastised because obviously a lot of people died from the titanic and it was well did he write it before and and publish it before or like write it before and publish it after before it was 14 years before so why are they mad at him? Because if the it, like, why are they mad at him? Beat that the Titanic happened after. I don't know because it's people. I guess <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So okay. anyway, so even though the novel was written before the Titanic, there mm-hmm. was a lot of things similar between the fictional and the real life versions. So the Titanic, the fictional ship, sank after wrecking on an iceberg in April. The Titanic sank on the morning of April 15, 1912. So that's something similar there. Mm-hmm. The same month, which was weird, in North Atlantic Ocean, also the same. And there was not enough lifeboats for all the passengers. That's the same too, for both, which is mm-hmm. weird. Uh, the, t- the Titan, which is the book, would have survived the head-on collision with the iceberg by encounter did not did more oh i don't know what the i don't that doesn't make sense anyway i'll just skip that one i've made them as bulletproof or bulletproof bullet points oh okay yeah um so similar in size the titan uh the titan was 800 feet so 244 meters long and versus the Titanic was 882 feet and nine inches. So 269 meters long for the Titanic. So it's almost the same similar size of boat. The mm-hmm. speed is the same and the life-saving. But then, and then obviously the prediction of the life both was the same. I don't know if you can hear Casey's tippy tapping. Oh in the yeah, I can. that's my dog. If you can hear the clink, 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 clink. She's looking outside the door. I can see her. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Any? Oh yeah. Sorry. I got distracted. Casey, can you go lie down, honey? Or at least stop making your clink clink noise. <laughs> Casey, lie down. No. Oh, God. Okay. Um, 
we'll just leave that in because <laughs> it's a lot to take out but anyways <laughs> so in the, so there's only 24 there's only 24 life vests supposedly on so that's not enough to carry nearly 3,000 people on board that's for the titan and and titanic there's only 20 lifeboats and there was 1500 people they just kind of compared it that there was not enough lifeboats for the amount of people that's in on the boat Mm -hmm. so and so both ships were british owned both ships were hit in a starboard bow around midnight. Both had triple screw propeller. Uh, <laughs> uh, though there are a few differences, there are few and far between. The Titan sinking left only 13 survivors, while the Titanic left 705. The Titan actually capsized be- before sinking, where the Titanic split into two pieces. Um, when it said capsized, does that mean it sank the whole ship instead of splitting? I want to say capsized. I'm going to look it up real quick in case I'm wrong. But what I think it means is, um, like the nose of it goes up and is sticking out of the water and then like goes down. Oh, okay. That's that's what I think, but I'm going to double check because I don't know for sure. So capsized definition. Oops. Um. I think that's what it means. Overturned in the water is that is literally all it says. To become upset or overturned. So turn uh, over. Um, I think that yeah. I still think I'm kind of. I probably should have looked that up. Either, either so so the there's a there's a couple pictures so when it's capsizing or keeling over occurs when a boat or a ship is rolled on its side or further by wave action instability or wind force so basically it like, psh, like yeah rolled, okay yeah, and then it rolls i the thought side. it was more like i thought it was more like when it goes, goes up and then goes down but <laughs> That thought. might that might technically be the same thing. That might technically still be capsizing because it's on its side, just not its yeah, side side. It's on like the yeah. bed of it. That's what I thought. Um, but yeah, either way, it's bad if a boat does that. <laughs> I can't tell which. I mean, it's it's bad for the Titanic to split in half, but yeah, I'm not sure which would be more survival if it's the whole thing floating or well that was kind of like what the thing was about the titanic was that it split into two because it was so long and then and and i think it was because it was so long that it like all the pressure gave out in the middle especially because of how the pressure yeah the pressure on the inside was kind of like because all the pressure was at the bottom where the water started filling up first because they had like those like I, I almost oh, said cavities right because it had like like spaces in the bottom designed to withstand water that's why they said it was unsinkable hmm. all the all like there was like four chambers yeah. or something I think I think four there was four chambers that like water filled each one of yeah. them 
but then it was too much water because of how it got hit and that split it down the middle and so it kind of like bowed in the middle and then and then that's when the nose went up because like in the movie like they show that part too I don't remember if that was like accurate in real life but I think that part was part of it um it, it kind of like went up on its nose and then went down what the heck is in my camera I don't know <laughs> piece of hair that is i was like is that my hair that is no that's that's there's no hair oh yes there is i was like uh i don't know if it's a hair i don't understand (laughs) that wasn't there before i was like oh god there's a ghost (laughs) it's probably buggy's hair in the daytime it's probably Buggy's. Um, He's on the bed. He's sleeping. Um, so the route that the Titan took also could be explained. Uh, it was the fastest and most direct from England to New York. It should be no surprise that the Titan and the Titanic both chose to use it. After the Titanic sank, some people credited Robertson with pregnancy cognition and chairvoyance, which he denied. I don't know what any of those words mean. Maybe I should have looked it up. Um, <laughs> and Morgan died in March 24th, 1915. I'm almost done. It's like the last point. He was found dead in his room at the Atlantic oh, Alamac, Alamac Hotel in Atlantic City, New Jersey. He was 53 years old. It was believed he overdosed on sleep aid. Oh, he was taking it as a sleep aid. Uh, Peraldehyde, I think it's how you pronounce it. Peraldehyde? Yeah. What? Yeah, that one. Peral. Okay. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should just spell things instead of <laughs> Okay, sure. Spell like, Peraldehyde. <laughs> Oh, I can't P-A. Oh, because it's right in front of you. <laughs> when I can't say things, I'm just going to spell them out to you. I don't even know if I said it right. I just it was right. guessing based on what it sounded like you were saying. But however, physicians stated that his, his uh, stated that heart disease was the cause. Uh, mm-hmm. He died just three years after the event of Titanic. Uh, he had pe- eerily predicted took place. He didn't predict it. He just wrote a book about a titan. And yeah, but like that is a lot of was, similarities. It was a lot of similarities. That's mm-hmm. all my story. It was, yeah. Have you I, ever had? Have you ever uh, had I, like a vision like that? That like something came true? No. <laughs> I'm pretty like a basic person. <laughs> no. You're not very like in tune with that no. kind of thing. Oh, I forgot to tell you. So okay. John and I were sleeping and he had he turned on this because we all stayed up the day before. Anyways, working made it anyway, made us tired. Mm-hmm. So we were all sleeping on the couch and he turned we were watching a ghost movie, which is ghost stories on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And he turned on this, uh, the spirit um, talking thing on his phone. Oh, his spirit box app. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was trying, I woke up and 
I was trying to fall back asleep and all I hear is, hello. Um, just like, there's like set body chills. And then I said, and then next thing in, so I'm like, okay, we'll just leave that. Don't give me big body chills though. And then all it says is, hello, my name is Francis. And I'm just like, what? And then I asked John, I said, is this true? And he's like, it worked in the basement before. Was the ghost in the basement's name Francis? I don't know. Uh, He said something like, someone said hello to him in the basement. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, um, and then they asked what he was holding or what he was doing. (laughs) And then that's how, I don't know. It was, it was, I kind of wish I could tell him to tell you the story, but. I don't know if that's true, really, <laughs> but it's freaked me out so much. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyways, that's. <laughs> I don't like that. I I don't think I could handle it if I tried that spirit box thing and I was like, listening to it talk to me and and then I would I would, yeah I'd be so scared to go back to the room. I don't know if it was. I don't know if I really believe that the one that he downloaded an app on his phone. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't really know how it would work, but I guess the whole point of it is just for them to be able to scan through radio stations, right? All they need is to be able to tap into the frequency if they're strong enough. So I Mm. I guess theoretically it could work if they have the right energy. I mean, it still freaked me out because all all I heard was it it wasn't even in that. Mm hmm. It wasn't even the talking that freaked me out. It was because it sounded like a freaking child. I knew that was going to be the thing that bothered <laughs> you. Is that it sounds like a little kid. You gave me fucking chills. And, oh, and, <laughs> and then I woke up and I looked for his phone and I shut it off. Did you know that our first, speaking of the fact you just swore, did you know that our first episode is just randomly labeled explicit and the rest of the episodes aren't? Really? I don't I don't know if I did that by accident when I like set up because I when I set up the podcast I put that it wasn't like a kid like not that it's not kid friendly but it wasn't designed for kids like the question was is this made for kids and I just put no but I don't know I never had that I think I just accidentally marked it explicit but it only worked for the first episode because you've been uploading them since I I have not uploaded the episodes I just edit them so I don't know if it's something to do with the uploading process if we swear if we should be like actively marking it I mean whatever I I try not to swear but it's hard yeah I know we're doing pretty good (laughs) I um (laughs) I have had like one of those kinds of dreams like so it's the stupidest thing ever the vision that I had it literally is like the most unimportant moment of anybody's life I literally just like and there was like a actually this is I think happened I don't maybe it happened more than once but there was definitely one like specific day that like I I could not believe the amount of deja vu I was having that day because I definitely like dreamed this random scene from before and so I had as a kid had a dream where all I did is like a four second thing I walked out onto the front porch and it was back when it was still like the blue cement porch 
Mm-hmm. And um, so I walked out onto the porch and there was like this rug um, with like um, sort of like a grungy rainbow sort of like it was a bunch of different colors and it wasn't bright colors. It was just like purples, blues, greens sort of yeah. um, with like flowers and stuff like that. I did not own the rug. Okay, this was just like a random rug that was there. And then like, I wa- I remember like, just like my my point of view walking out onto the porch and just like turning and looking out at the driveway. That was literally like the entire thing. And I'm standing on this rug. And then several years later, I end up getting this rug from the neighbor because they had a garage sale that they didn't sell everything and they had like all their stuff and excess at the curb and I get the rug and I don't realize it's the rug from my my vision until you know I have it set up on the porch with like my little bug catcher thing had these like little like I don't know if they were like happy meal toys or whatever these little like bug catcher like jars Mm -hmm. and um I, I walked out onto the rug and I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. <laughs> like, I had envisioned that someday I would have this little rug and I'd be sitting outside on the porch playing with it. Yeah. Was that Logan? Yeah, that was Logan. John's trying really hard to half the time. But that's okay. insane. So it was like a... the stupidest thing ever, but I did, I did like see it happen. And then like, I realized after it, like, as soon as it was happening that I had seen it happen in my dream before. So you literally had a vision about getting the rug. It was, yeah, it was like so unimportant. Like, why couldn't I predict something helpful? I don't know. But that well, was. Oh, yeah, uh, more stuff happened in you than. <laughs> well, I think my dad's pretty in tune with that kind of thing. Um, oh my God, does like, he have the voice box too? No, Come but on. he sees he sees like auras and stuff. He sees ever since, auras? yeah, like the colors around people. You know, his story would be really interesting. If well, that happened. So that happened after his brain injury. Yeah, because he had He the, started seeing the colors and he, he figured out, I think he kind of ended up online at some point and figured out that it's it's a common thing for people. Take him outside. Keep him. <laughs> I just muted it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I heard you, but okay. <laughs> okay, keep going. I um, I think he got online and it's it was he he discovered it was actually like kind of common for people who had brain injuries to start seeing things like auras. Yeah. Um, not common, but like not unheard of. Mm-hmm. And uh, he I don't know if he still sees them, but I think if I ask him, he would say yes. But he's always kind of been sort of in tune with that kind of thing. And I think that um, that's probably why me and John both kind of like um, end up with like random dreams and stuff like that too. Wouldn't it be interesting if you brought him into the show? <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't. I don't know how he'd feel about that. He'd probably just want to play with my microphone. That's what I was saying. <laughs> we should get him one for Christmas because he was like, "Where'd you get that?" Okay, so we'll split that. Oh, anyway. Yeah, um, we have a plan for that. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> I think he would have some stories about like ghosts and stuff and the auras thing. I did think about a podcast episode based on the auras, but I wasn't sure how much information we'd be able to find on it. 
I guess. I mean, yeah, because I mean, I, I I know some people can see them, but mm -hmm. other than that, yeah, really, it would just be a Reddit story, really. Probably. Um, I have a few Reddit stories. Oh. I didn't find them on Reddit. It was ranker.com that I found them on. And it was like they highlighted some stories. So okay. I'm just going to read a couple of the ones that I thought were a little interesting. Um, the, oops, the username for the Redditor was, I don't know how I'm supposed to pronounce it. It's, it's, OES <laughs> JMR, I guess just letters. Jamar? OES JMR. OES. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Spelling but the story, the story is called the Columbia Crash. So it says, I've only had one premonition type of dream, and it came true within hours. In the dream, I was standing in a field, looking up into the morning sky, watching a fireball fall with a smoke trail behind it. Pieces of it were breaking off here and there. I was with a handful of other people who I did not know, and we were all looking up in amazement. A radio was on, and there was a man stating, Do not touch any pieces of the spacecraft that may crash to Earth due to potential radiation contamination and things of that nature. We all stood looking into the sky for a few more moments before I woke up. When I woke up from the dream, I noticed it was still dark outside, so I looked at the clock. It was 2.35 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I got up, drank some water, laid back in bed, and thought about the dream for a while. I was having trouble going back to sleep, so I turned on the radio and eventually drifted back to sleep. I woke up in the morning, and to my disbelief, I was hearing the same voice from the radio in my dream hours before on the radio, now saying similar things. I thought, what the hell is going on? I turned on the TV, switched it over to a news channel, and saw this video on the screen. Space Shuttle Columbia had just disintegrated during re-entry. I get goosebumps every, even today, thinking about it. Oh, my God. If yeah. That's, like, that's really creepy. You know, like, a lot of the stories that were kind of um, on here, I uh, thought, they, 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 um, they had a few talking about, like, 9-11, for example well i mean there was one story and this person was talking about how they found other people like i guess it was kind of common on september 10th that people were like something bad is going to happen something bad is going to happen so like a lot of the sensitive people who were um feeling that were like something bad is going to happen everybody's like no it's not and then and then it did like they were in tune with like the the negative energy of whatever was happening on the 10th getting ready for the 11th yeah so i even there was stuff like that that's huh that's a little uh a little heavy <laughs> yeah that's yeah. the word that i want to use i know but it's like to for, like same thing with the titanic any? right did you find i didn't anything? look i didn't look further i didn't even like i figured i would just give like a little honorable mention to it i wasn't even going to read the story <laughs> Okay, this next story is little, but I, okay, it's not funny for the person, but I thought it would be funny because of how life was like for me and Charlie growing up. So this one's called Tripped in the Woods. It says, you're going to know why I think this is funny after I read it. I had a dream once, oh, sorry, the guy was Kubrick underscore fan. That was the post a poster from Reddit. 
Um, it says, I had a dream once when I was in the woods, tripped over something and smashed my teeth in. I was an air cadet at the time, and there was an optional night exercise that was due to happen in my local woods in the same week that I had the dream in. I chose not to go. One of the more senior cadets did go on the night exercise. He tripped over something in the dark woods and smashed three teeth out. <laughs> when you lost your teeth. Charles Charles is the one who tripped and fell. I just... I smashed my tooth out. Charles tripped and fell and smashed two teeth out twice. Oh. It, it, it was it was um, oh. when grandma had were you were you know. part of the family then? Grandma had her bathroom being no. redone and my aunt took okay, so my aunt took Charles to the Tim Hortons near grandma's house to um take him to the bathroom because the bathroom was being redone and there wasn't yeah. a toilet to use right and it was thanksgiving let's put that out there and uh yeah, then on the i think it was on the way back he tripped and fell on the curb and smashed two of his teeth out and so my poor 20 something year old aunt was like bringing back a broken child <laughs> well, that's <laughs> why it's funny and well he did that twice he smashed his teeth, teeth, two front teeth out twice. Baby teeth? Yeah, I guess it was. No, they were his adult teeth. He had to get. He, Charles has two fake teeth, and I have one. Well, I knew about your teeth. But he, I didn't know about his teeth. He didn't know. Oh, he did that twice. I think both times involved tripping on a curb, and I, I was the the spinny chair, uh, incident. Yeah. Yours, you chipped with mine. Yours, I was didn't just. You? Yeah. yeah, I we were spinning on office chairs because we got the spinny office chairs for Christmas. Charles was spinning me and we were taking turns and he stops. He goes, my turn. And I was like, oh, okay. And I stood up and I took one step forward, not oh. having any balance left. And then I um, I, I fell and landed tooth first on his metal bed frame. Oh, God, I'm so painful. <laughs> I know. But Charles tripped his, smashed his two front teeth out. He was fine. And huh? then my mom like called the dentist and he got him in for an emergency visit but um the second time he just smashed the caps out because he had two caps on his teeth and he's he smashed the caps out the second time yeah, yeah so no, i thought you i thought you knew about that with no, charlie i remember your grandma's bathroom was already i know she renovated but it was already that might have been like right before off. you then because we were pretty yeah. young I don't remember. But he already had his grown-up teeth by oh. then. <laughs> he must not have had them very long, considering the age that like you came into the family. He was, he was ten. Well, no. No. Oh, not, yeah, he would. Yeah, he would have been ten. Yeah, you were nine. No. Okay. I it, I was. It was the day before my tenth birthday that I met you. Okay. So yeah, he was. So then Charles would have been twelve. Oh. So he would have smashed him out when he was like him. Yeah, so he would have had his so adult teeth like noise. Yeah. Anyway, I thought I thought you I thought you knew about that, so I thought you'd like find that funny with me. Just like you know man, I wish somebody warned us, right? <laughs> Why couldn't we have that premonition? Well, I mean, if you're spinning in a chair, well, I guess it's not like your teeth will go into a bed frame and cook. Anyway, (laughs) I have another one. Um, This one was, I don't want to say all the underscores, but it's Duck Duck Lee is the name of the poster. Uh, This one's super mini, but you'll like it, I think. 
I dreamed that my mom received a call from my aunt that my uncle died. When I woke up from that dream, I laid there in fright since my perception of reality felt skewed. A few minutes later, when I went to wake my mom up from her room, she was on the phone crying because my uncle had been murdered. <gasps> I would not. So she dreamt that night that it I happened. I did not expect murder. I thought she was sick. Yeah. Oh, well, can you like can you imagine like you, you're dreaming it happening and then it does if you guys can hear kids in the background that's my son logan because <laughs> i can hear him <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> this one was on the heavier side too so this is kind of this is my last one. Oh, okay i think i have two i have two okay. more that i want to share um and i think they're both kind of the one is definitely heavier than the other in my opinion but still so the post-it person from Reddit is um, World Blender. And it says, when my daughter was 16, she had a recurring nightmare about a man doing horrible things to children. She, oh, so I'm just going to put a trigger warning out there for this one, okay? Um, she, I probably should have said that first, so I'll edit that in there. But she'd never seen the man before but could describe him describe him perfectly. Long, stringy hair, slender in his late 30s or early 40s, dirty and unkempt. One day she was with me when I went to pick up my son from a friend's house. As my son climbed into the car, a man walked out of a house a few doors down. My daughter had a complete meltdown, screaming and crying that this was the man from her dreams. I got a quick look at the man before she completely panicked, locking the car doors and crying for me to leave, just leave. When I got home, I talked to both children. Neither had ever seen this man before. I spoke to my son's friend's parents. They did not know the man either. They said he had moved in a few months prior and they rarely saw him outside. A few days later, a huge story broke about a child sex ring. And yep, it involved that same man. His name was Harry Robbs. This happened in Clovis, New Mexico in 2003. Fortunately, none of my children were involved. We did not know any of the victims. I feel so bad for them, and I'm glad Robs and the other adults got caught. Oh, my God. So this poor 16-year-old girl had recurring nightmares about this man and his child sex ring. <sighs> like That's you, terrible. Like, you know, people laugh about, like, people being affected by dreams, oh. like, having feelings about the things they saw in their dreams, but, like, they feel really real right I know. like people like the whole thing about like i'm mad at you because you cheated on me in my dream like like i get it like <laughs> it, you know i get it like it's a stupid thing to be upset about like it didn't actually happen but it doesn't change the fact that when you're sleeping it feels real yeah and so she even knew. you know you're not actually mad at that person like you still have to kind of like regulate your emotions and like go back to reality <laughs> you know what that reminds me of friends the show oh, when phoebe the was mad at ross anyway phoebe was mad at ross yeah because he uh he did something to upset her uh, oh in her dream was it her dream i think so. probably anyway i don't know so I don't she remember. knew sorry she i kept muting it on and off it. kept muting my microphone oh. anyways yeah Alice, so she knew what he looked like she knew what he looked. She could descri describe him perfectly. And the second she saw him come out of that house, she recognized she? him. Did, she was 16 at the time. 
Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought it was younger. Hmm. No, it says, it says when my daughter was 16. That's like the first line. Oh. But she she had to like, she had, it was a recurring dream for her. Like she saw that repeatedly. Oh my god. And then and then like to find out it's all true after the fact. I wonder how she dreamt that. Especially the face. She could describe him perfectly. She recognized him as soon as she saw him. And then it was only a few imagine days later you, that they caught him. Imagine if you could do that um like help police catch people. But then you don't know if your dreams are true, right? Well, there's like that movie. Um, I think it's a Tom Cruise movie. Where so. where they have like the guy catches um, people before they commit murder. Until somebody um, ends up um, predicting him being a murderer. And then suddenly he's being chased. Oh, I Battle. There's a movie about I don't remember the name of the movie, but I think it's a Tom Cruise one. But that's uh, probably um, also not true because I'm never good at remembering that stuff. Usually, if I can figure out who's the actor on the movie, then I can like find it. I just I just remember it was like he was kind of like a cop, and this was like sort of like a futuristic dystopian sort of society. In the sense that, like, they had this ability um, where they, they, I don't know if they had people, like, predicting these visions and able to catch them or what. But an interesting movie. <laughs> but, like, they would find out that a murder was going to happen and then they would, like, show up and arrest the person before the murder happened. Um, but then oh, it turned out that somebody predicted him killing somebody and he wasn't going to, like, it was all a misunderstanding, but because it looked like that, it kind of like brought into question, like, have we been arresting people who were never going to go through with it? Like, did but we... were they gonna, so do they, like, ha... does it show that they were going to do it or I don't Well, it's all, it's all like visions and stuff. So like, it looks like they're going to like. Like somebody, like, for example, I think one of the people they arrested was a man who walked in, found out his wife was cheating, laying in bed with her lover or whatever, and they were sleeping. So the wife didn't know. And the husband, like, walks in. He's holding something heavy that he could have used to, you know, hurt um, them. And uh, they show up and arrest him before he has the chance to do it. That kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but then also, but then also, like, he might have just been mad. It doesn't mean he's going to do it, right? Yeah. But also, like, you don't really know. <laughs> so that was kind of, like, one that, like, kind of brought into question, like, is this really the right way to be doing it or something like that? So, I mean, there was that movie. I'm going to look that up later. Okay. I have one more. Okay. Um, it's called The Car Crash. Um, and it doesn't have a Reddit user's name on it. It just says a former Redditor. So they must, they must have deleted their account, but... It says, I had a dream about a car crash a couple months before it happened. Fast forward, I'm about to get into my ex's car when a voice in my ear tells me to buckle up, which I had almost never done to, up to that point because teenagers are stupid. Anyway, I get in, buckle up, we talk, yada yada. Then we end up at this spot I've never been to before. I literally don't remember the time between leaving his house and arriving at that destination. It's a blank. 
There's a car coming and we end up T-boned on my side. I get out and sit on a nearby curb waiting for an ambulance to arrive. Then there's a brief moment of clarity where I realize both cars are in the exact same position as in the dream. I'm sitting exactly in the same position, knees close to chest, heading, uh, holding my head. Later found out I had suffered a mild concussion in the exact same spot as my dream. Uh, even the road is the same. Even my outfit down to my shoes is the same. It still freaks me out. Oh, wow. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. I love those stories. I mean, that's sad, but I love those stories. Where I like yeah. that she had like that moment of like, put your seatbelt on. Yeah. First. Cause like that's probably, like that's probably like the reality of it coming true, like before it happened for her. Like she kind of almost maybe on a subconscious level knew that that was the day it was gonna happen and didn't realize it until after it happened. already happened. Yeah. But she had that feeling to put it on. So she might have been. If I were to guess, she probably would have been feeling weird like all day because like. To put on that, unless she, like, just tended to wear the same outfits over and over again. But, like, I mean, most people do, right? But she, but to, but, like, to put on that outfit that she'd already seen, like, from her, her, her dream or whatever it was. Yeah, her premonition or whatever. But, yeah, was. like, I feel like that day, like, that would have been a day that I'm, like, something happened in this outfit. Something's gonna happen in this outfit. Like, I feel like in my mind, I would have, like... That would have sparked something in my brain for me. I think she didn't remember the outfit. Maybe not. But I I, for me, the... for me, I definitely think I would have felt that way. Because, like, I, um, I hold, like, a lot of, like, I, I feel like my, my clothes hold a lot of, like, my karma and my, um, like, if something bad happens to me on the first day I'm wearing a new item of clothing, like, if I'm wearing a shirt and then something bad happens... I will immediately think it's the shirt's fault and I'll get rid of the shirt. Like that is really? like, yeah. I've always been like that. Like, like to me, if like I, I had a bad day, that. it was the clothes fault. Oh. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I got like a ton of clothes, I think from Grammy and Grampy. And I had this like velvet, like shirt or whatever. Mm -hmm. that I wore to school and that day in school somebody like somebody's shoe I think fell off their foot like when they like kicked the ball and the shoe flew up and hit me in the face and I blamed the shirt and I was like it's all the shirt's fault this like I wouldn't have gotten hit in the face with this person's shoe off their foot if this hadn't been for this shirt I never knew that about you yeah so wow okay there's that okay so definitely you would probably be more aware of the shirt but she mm -hmm. was she was more aware of when the car looked how it looked, it looked well yeah it was like well it's the same thing like the day i like pictured the rug that i was standing yeah. on on my porch because like i wasn't even like somebody who would like play outside often so the fact that i that was like the day that i was outside playing that was you know it was the moment I was on the rug. It wasn't even like when I was like getting the rug from the neighbor that I was like, I just like the colors in the rug and they had like little flowers on it. And I, th I thought that was cool or whatever. And then I was like standing on the rug the day of, and I was, I was like, oh my God, this is exactly like my dream. Cause that was the perspective I had seen the dream from. And it was like the stupidest thing I could have ever dreamed. But that was. See, it just seems like more your attention, attention to detail. 
I don't know. There are like theories too that like people who experience deja vu like that or or have like visions like that, like it's based off of the idea that like we've already lived our lives and we're just remembering them slowly. Like they've already like oh, these like it might have been a few years in the future based on the perspective that I was seeing it at, but that's because I'd already lived it and like I'm just remember like my my processing of what's happening to me and when things are happening to me are happening so much slower than like where they happen so my my personal timeline is like here and my actual timeline's like here so i'm already like living up here but my brain's only perceiving what's happening here so your brain is slower <laughs> no everybody like that's the theory that we all are like oh that. i mean oh so like for, so like for example you and me are recording this right now sharing these stories and you know we're the ages that we are and um you know all of that stuff just seems like you know that's accurate that's true this is how it is right now this is this is happening now but in reality we're like maybe 10 years older and we're just perceiving things much slower so in our minds i'm still you know 27 filming a podcast with you but in reality i'm like 45 and my brain just hasn't caught up to all the life I've lived yet. Oh, 45. So like there's that theory. I don't I don't know if I like believe it, but it's an interesting well, one. I've 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 had deja vu's, but I don't really remember them. It only like it only comes I mean, I don't remember them when it happens, but I just get that feeling it's deja vu. I don't ha it doesn't happen often. <laughs> yeah. Luna's in like, here and she's like she wants she wants me to pat her belly, but she wants to claw my foot at the same time. <laughs> so I mean, hi I baby, gotta claw your foot. She yeah. was playing with a little pom pom toy earlier, and I don't know where it is. I think Buddy took it. <laughs> we yeah, that is insane. Yeah, I don't know other story uh, like other uh, theories off the top of my head why people experience deja vu. But that is uh, that is one that I remember hearing in the past. You could do a story on Deja. I just yeah. when I was looking at it, I'm like, how many stories do people really have? I didn't hear a word you just said. I said when you do Deja vu, I, I was because when you suggested Deja vu, and I was thinking, how many stories? Dude. I wasn't sure if there was gonna be a lot, but that's also like one of the things where like I. Um, I think I was expecting different like there's one thing when it's like deja vu but I think it was more fun to just do like predictions because they're kind of the same thing I mean kind of deja vu is just something happens the same thing again that you thought yeah like like tech, like for me like the moment of I think deja vu is more that room that moment of realization of like hey I've lived this I've seen this yeah. something's happened this has happened mm -hmm. before like for me standing on that rug yeah. on my porch that was a moment of deja vu and predicting the future is more like oh something or like that will happen in the future that I know mm -hmm. or I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all I got today. Okay. So that's the end of our stories today. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, we have an email address and Tori will tell you. <laughs> it's ghoulmoregirls at gmail.com. It's spelled like our podcast name. So if you can read that. And that's for the email that if you want to send us stories or if, if we ever get listeners. Yeah, tell us your deja vu stories or, or if you've accurately predicted something. That'd be cool to like know what other people kind of like saw coming that they didn't realize until after it happened that they'd seen it coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or if you have other stories. Yeah, that's it. Maybe you were abducted um, by aliens. <laughs> that's like one of the things I won't have a personal story for. No. I, I was not abducted by an alien. There's a lot of interesting alien stories, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, they've announced that aliens are real. And everybody was like, who cares? Oh. <laughs> They're like, it doesn't matter. We can't afford our taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Gas is too expensive. No one cares. Well, that and probably live into our um, live into our world. It's, it's so much mm-hmm. problems. <laughs> There's so too much right Population, now. Population, the air. <laughs> anyway, air. Yeah, is Canada still on fire? No. I was taught. Is it? It's not. I don't know. Because, like, I was talking to my friend in America the other day. He's like our only listener. Hey, CJ. Uh, <laughs> but, our, <laughs> but I was talking to him about that yesterday. I was like, I was like, I don't even know if it's still on fire. And he said that, like, you know, the states obviously seem to have more, like, haziness from the smoke than we did. Because I was like, I don't know if it's just because of how polluted my city is or if it's just That's the wind so didn't blow it this way. But I didn't, I, I did not know. I kept forgetting that Canada was on fire. Well, we had fire out west, and then it came here in the smoke. Yeah, mm. and I do remember a few days where it was pretty hazy. Yeah. But the amount of haziness that, like, for example, New York got it really bad. And I know yeah. that because somebody I follow on Instagram who lives in New York was, like, showing, like, she had to, like, test her air quality every day before she went outside because of how bad it was. And, yeah. like... She had like 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 the sky was like red from the fire. Oh, that's different. We like it looked really that. bad, and I I was you know I'd go outside and I'd be like, this looks normal. <laughs> well, ours, I mean, obviously not to people that have a hard time breathing, but it, I mean, to me when I went outside when that happened, it just you could smell it a little bit, but other than that, I could me, smell I it, and and I could see a little bit of haziness, but it was not um not every day like i can like it was like a handful of times all summer that i saw any smoke or haziness yeah to the point where like i could i could acknowledge like oh yeah that's different than normal (laughs) but like i said maybe it's just like so polluted here that this is just my normal that's not really good it's not so bad well yeah well, a lot of moms were, I don't want to say freaking out, but a lot of moms were freaking out. That I think it's kids. a good thing I kept forgetting. I think my brain just like rejected the information because I definitely would have like, panicked more... if I thought about it too much. I mean, Logan didn't seem tough, but he doesn't have a hard time breathing. So I think it's more like the kids that have a hard time breathing, like asthma or, yeah, you know, 
but you could smell it. It just smells like, I mean, to me, it just smelled like campfire, but like just yeah. a little bit of a tint of campfire smell. Yeah. No, it was definitely bad. I'm not saying that like, you know, oh, it wasn't a big deal because it obviously was, but it just, it just wasn't reaching here. It just wasn't um, my location that was experiencing like almost any of the repercussions. So it's funny that like me as the Canadian was like, I was, I was like, I was like, what? Where? Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. I was like, we're, uh, we're, we're not, we're not even like aware <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> That's and everybody else is like, and we're cool. No, that's not. Yeah, we're cooler. <laughs> anyway, we have polar bears. We don't fight them. Though. Not like yeah, that we guy don't in the book. Um, not not like that guy in the book from your story. <laughs> I want to buy that. You can buy that from Amazon. I will. Ooh, you just like it's cut like out. Ten bucks, I think. You what on Amazon? That. Yeah. Kind of want to yeah. buy it. Maybe I'll buy it. The book. If you if you buy it, let me know if it's a good book. Yeah, and it's I not really the... that one I brought up like three weeks ago. Apparently, it's not really a long book either. I don't. I wouldn't think it would be. Hmm. I feel like a lot of books didn't used to be that long. No, and now they're long, and you have to. See like Frankenstein movie. is only like this thick. Ooh, that's another story we should do. Frankenstein. Yeah, apparently there's a good story to that. There's a good story to Frankenstein. Yeah, like how it started. There was, oh. I don't know. That was. Did you know I-, I have the same birthday as Agatha Christie? Who's that? That's the um, mystery writer. Pretend I. She wrote know. like Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, no. Oh, I thought that was cool, but I guess you don't know who she is to be <laughs> excited with me. Well, you almost have the same birthday. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have the same one. I'm famous. No, I'm not. <laughs> you should look up who your birthday twin is. Yeah. All I know is I was born Mine's in- Agatha Christie. I think Charles is, is Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. I don't know who John's birthday twin is. I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of... Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening. Okay. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.